Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind, Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. Glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant me beseech thee, merciful Lord, that thy faithful people pardon in peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and turn to quiet mind through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, <clears throat> who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord open now our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. We're reading Psalms 121, 123, and 124, beginning on page 502 of the prayer book. Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh even from the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved, and he that keepeth thee will not sleep. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself is thy keeper, the Lord is thy defense upon thy right hand. So that the sun shall not burn thee by day, neither the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. Yea, it is even he that shall keep thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth forevermore. Psalm 123. Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, even as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, even so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are utterly despised. Our soul is filled with the scornful reproof of the wealthy and with the despitefulness of the proud. Psalm 124 If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, if the Lord himself had not been on our side when men rose up against us. They had swallowed us up alive when they were so wrathfully displeased at us. Yea, the waters had drowned us, and the stream had gone over our soul. The deep waters of the proud had gone even over our soul. But praised be the Lord, who hath not given us over for a prey unto their teeth. Our soul is escaped, even as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken, and we are delivered. 
our help standeth in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the book of Zephaniah. Woe to her who is rebellious and polluted, to the oppressing city. She has not obeyed his voice, she has not received correction, she has not trusted in the Lord, she has not drawn near to her God. Her princes in her midst are roaring lions, her judges are evening wolves that leave not a bone till morning. Her prophets are insolent, treacherous people, her priests have polluted the sanctuary, they have done violence to the law. The Lord is righteous in her midst, he will do no unrighteousness. Every morning he brings his justice to light, he never fails, but the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations, their fortresses are devastated. I have made their streets desolate with none passing by. Their cities are destroyed, there is no one, no inhabitant. I said, surely you will fear me, you will receive instruction, so that her dwelling would not be cut off. Despite everything for which I punished her, but they rose early and corrupted all their deeds. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath pulled from his servant Israel, promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, that was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth verse of the thirteenth chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly, as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be light to lighten the Gentiles. Be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. It was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts of us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us all those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us all those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, and our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Let in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening, a couple thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our um, Old Testament lesson from uh, Zephaniah uh, pronounces a lot of um, uh, misdeeds by Israel. Zephaniah is observing the, the wrong that Israel is doing. And just a little backstory on who Zephaniah is. He's a prophet. He's prophesying around the time of King Josiah. And King Josiah is the last king of Judah. Uh, the next king of Judah will be conquered by the Babylonians. And so this is the last peacetime that Judah is going to see is under the reign of Josiah. Something that's uh, interesting is that if you read the history uh, books, so Samuel, Chronicles and Kings, um, we, we get going through the history of, of Israel from, from the start of King Saul through David, Solomon, all the way. Uh, when we get to, to Josiah, he's an interesting king in that he inherited a kingdom of bad habits. And, and what I mean by that was the kingdom was very steeped in their idolatry. King Manasseh, which is Josiah's grandfather, had um, gone the worst that any of the kings had ever gone in that uh, instead of worshiping God in the temple, uh, King Manasseh had Israel worshiping um, idols, and the sacrifice that Manasseh had in the temple was, was um, I believe, one of his own sons. 
And so there was human sacrifice going on in the temple. And, and this is the king that God said, because of you, Manasseh, that's the last straw. Israel's too far gone in their idolatry. We will be, you know, the Babylonians are going to come and, and you will be conquered. Um, and, and so this is the kingdom that Josiah inherits. And when you read through the histories, you, you see that someone had discovered the book of Deuteronomy somewhere in Israel and brought it to Josiah. And Josiah says, oh, my goodness, we've been doing this all wrong. We need to reform how we're doing things. And under Josiah's rule, they briefly and temporarily he brings Israel back to right worship with God. And hopefully um, that means the commandments would then flow from that right worship of God where people are loving neighbor as themselves. And it was, uh, God was pleased with this to the point where God said, I will not bring my punishment to Jerusalem because of Josiah. Josiah will be able to finish out his reign in peace and the um, Babylonians will be held off by at least a generation. And so when we read this Zephaniah passage, we, we hear of all of the bad things that were going on before this, um, this um, revival that Josiah had enacted. We hear that uh, the princes are roaring lions, judges are uh, evening wolves. Uh, there's even mention of how uh, her priests have polluted the sanctuary in reference to the, the awful um, and illegal sacrifices in the temple, including human sacrifice. Um, and, and we get that perhaps maybe Zephaniah had something to do with the reformations that uh, Josiah enacted. In, in fact, we, we may have actually had a king that listened to his prophets. And we, we do this in our own lives. Um, the Holy Spirit comes to us and tells us when, when we have gone off track. And when we listen to the Holy Spirit, we, we don't ignore that like the false king, the bad kings, the evil kings of Judah did. We want to be like Josiah, where, where we have a, a measure of humility and we say, oh, okay, I'm, I've, I've gone off a little bit. And as we continue in this long season of Trinity, which we, we're practicing our spiritual disciplines in the ordinary times of life and, and nothing big, no big holiday um, has come to define the season. Um, we, we may have found that, okay, I, I am maybe not where I was at the end of Lent. Maybe my um, disciplines have faded away a little bit, or I've, I've caught up in this thing that I shouldn't have a little bit. And, and it's a good time to listen to uh, the promptings of the Holy Spirit when, when we feel like we've been led astray. One of the other things is that um, perhaps maybe God would have put off his punishment. Um, he would have stopped the Babylonians from coming and conquering Israel if this uh, revival had been truly longer lasting. And after Josiah, uh, Jerusalem goes back into its evil ways. Um, but who knows how long that that conquering of Jerusalem could have lasted, which leads us to believe that perhaps maybe the Josiah revival was an outward thing. Um, and these were good things that, that 
work going on, but the inward state of Israel's spiritual uh, life was, was probably still pretty corrupted. And this is where we come to, to Romans um, when St. Paul is talking about how love is the fulfillment of all things, that all of the commandments, and he lists a bunch of the commandments from, especially the Ten Commandments, and he says, whatever other commandment there is, is all summed up, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And that loving someone comes from within. It is a, an inward thing where I desire the best for the other. And so the commandments all have a starting point of our own interior selves. It's not, I can do things where it looks like I love my neighbor. I can uh, do things where it looks like I'm following commandments, but, but that's not the fulfillment of the law. The fulfillment of the law is the actual interior love, the actual um, me desiring the better for my neighbor. Uh, that's what fulfills the law. And, and, and what it looks like is me doing good things for them. And um, so that's what Paul is talking about, is that the commandments flow from our love. And um, we get our love from God. And so he's talking about us putting on the armor of light, and that is, um, and that is us, you know, taking on our spiritual disciplines and um, being attentive to our prayers and making sure we have that connection with God, that we experience the love of God, so that we do have love left over um, to give to others. Uh, an interesting note is that this is where we get our our colic for Advent is put upon, uh, cast off the the works of darkness, put upon us the armor of light. And as we are about halfway through Trinity, we are starting to now look toward, uh, toward Advent as the next change in the. A couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, we'll continue evening prayer with the Litany for the Church and Evangelism. For the Litany for the Church and Evangelism this evening to the glory of God. For all the um, prayers and intentions of those who are present, we ask that God would continue to draw us closer in the ordinary times Trinity, that we may have a, uh, a Trinity season of spiritual growth, that um, all doors of mission and ministry may be opened toward our diocese, that God would give us some opportunities for mission and ministry, and that the current, um, the current enterprises of mission and ministry within our diocese may remain strong and and uh, thrive. O God, the Father, Creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. The holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and may it please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States and the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
they may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word and to receive it with perfection. Bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in ways afflicted or distressed, the mind, body, or state. Even patience under their sufferings and happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please you to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please you to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, and mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed. granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and fellowship with thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, it is to do thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost. For thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working on and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Lighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, cover the fallen, restore the penitent, cover, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the flesh of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Good evening, everyone. Hi. Great meditation. Yeah. Love it. She's Thank just, you. Oh, she's sick.